Thank you for tuning in to the Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon. This is episode 77. It is. I think. It is. So we've got an awesome show for you today. Why is that, Brandon? Because we have a Spider-Man spoiler review to give everyone. No. Yes. Is that what we do here at the Random Fandom? Yeah, so we just saw Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, we were one of many people who did. Uh, did pretty well at the box office. Very cool. Best Tuesday opening. I love a good Tuesday opening. Which is so opening. weird. It's like, why are you opening on a Tuesday? Hey, the holiday. In oh, the... yeah, that actually makes sense. I didn't even think about that. Because okay. it technically came out Wednesday, and then they probably did an early screening on Tuesday. So whatever. Okay. Well, whatever. Either way, We're we talking saw about it. it, and we are going to spoil it, so advance warning. Yep. Here's our spoiler-free review of it. We really liked it, and then we'll get into the spoilers yeah, as to spoilers why later. later. And then also, we uh, want to talk a little bit more spoiler-free yeah, about more. two other movies. Yeah, one, that we've one seen that, since. Yeah, we saw separately, though. Individually. I know. Were we fighting? or? Yeah. Okay. We just couldn't make it work out, whereas like with John Wick 3, I really wanted to see it. My girlfriend, or fiance, really wanted to see it. I gotta Did get, they I both want to see it? fiance. You couldn't make it. And then when you saw Toy Story 4 with your daughter... My dependent. I, I gotta be used to saying I that. unfortunately couldn't make it because I wasn't invited. So... That's not true. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's like, we didn't see those movies. So you'll kind of you'll talk about Toy Story. They're worth briefly. just giving a quick little mention. I'll talk mention. about John Wick briefly. And then, fellas, ladies, we are halfway through this year, a little more than. So at the end of uh, this recording, we're going to see if we can just do a little worst of, best of, high and low of what we've ingested media-wise, mid-year. all the things we yeah. talk about uh, here on the Random Fandom. So it's always good to do like a mid-year check-in. A check-in, like, yeah. Okay, what is what is like the best so far? And then honestly, what, what is like the worst? Where, yeah, where are... Yeah, we need to do a SWOT analysis, yet. like a SWOT analysis of the year. Let's SWOT it. Strengths, weakness, opportunities, and... Uh, tacos, I think. The tacos, last one yeah, <laughs> obviously. I think, I, you know, I can't remember. No, and nor should you. Why don't we get started in that case? All that's coming at you in just a minute. But first, we want to let you know about a very special sponsor who's making this episode possible. Please give a listen, if you would, to this. Hey, what's good? If y'all got elderly parents, or even worse, you're an elderly person yourself, which is gross, y'all know how just damn devastating a fall can be. Man, forget that. So, if y'all tripping, you need to stop that shit. Sup, I'm Rod, I'm your boy, and I'm the CEO of Y'all Trippin'. We a free resource center dedicated to fall prevention for the elderly, and we be here right in the heart of downtown Oakland. Did you know there are many preventative measures you can take to safeguard your senior and their household? For instance, if there are stairs in your house, move, stupid. Or if you can't stay your ass upright on your own two feet, get your legs amputated so you ain't never tempted to walk again. Besides, you could donate your old ass legs to science and get attacked right off in the process. Uh, you're welcome. So, don't trip, because that shit, it'll bust a hip. Y'all should be calling. Y'all tripping. We don't have a phone number just yet, but we'll get back to you. Alright, later. If y'all seniors be tripping, y'all need to call y'all tripping. We'll keep you on your own two feet until you die of other causes. Special thanks to that fake sponsor. And I, I know I shouldn't say this because these guys give us, you know, the ability to, to make this podcast. But I have to say it because I, I can't stop thinking about it. That guy's voice annoys the heck out of me. I'm going to say the shit. Yeah. The, I was... I was. Hey, how about this? Trying when, to be, you know, kid-friendly here. But yeah, it annoys the shit out of me, damn when it. When you're right... Fuck. You're right. All right. Episode 77, I think we should start with the topic of the week. Would you agree? Yeah, let's do Let's do Spider-Man. Far From Home? Oh, I was going to do... Could you imagine double-teaming Spider-Man? I was going to do Spider-Man, Spider-Man too. I guess it's a little late for that. Okay, let's just do Spider-Man Far From Home. All right. We're going to start big picture and then really kind of break it down instead of just kind of being all like yeah, all over the place scatterbrained which i know i for sure have a tendency to do uh you don't help so there we go yeah but i just want to throw one random. thought out there it's random fandom Ooh, yeah i want to throw one thought out there real quick i think we'll agree i think most of america will agree or not even america the world tom holland is he is now spider-man he is i have to admit though like i've never liked 
any of the other Spider-Man that are actors that played Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire was the first. Andrew Garfield. I was really, really British. didn't like. I really didn't like British people. No, I really didn't like Tobey Maguire. I I think it's his face, and I know I said this to you. You before, say that a lot. You, his face bugs me. You like just called me the other night, and you're like, "Hey, by the way, Tobey Maguire's face." I just want you to know his face is just. Have you seen him cry? It's bad. He is a butt ass ugly crier, and when he's. I mean, Nobody does this, it well, but he does a particularly heinous job of it. You've got this awesome scene in Spider-Man 2, for example, where he's yeah. where he's like holding back the train, right, with the, with the webs. And he's got that weird constipated, like, I'm taking a dump, but it's not coming out look. It's like... it's wow, good description. That actually, that <laughs> it's exactly it well. what it looks like. He's a weird looking dude. I don't think he was great. I don't think he was horrible, but his face bugged me every time I looked at it. Yeah. But the Spider-Man piece of that like the like with the mask on was awesome in those original spider-mans agreed and then what's uh, yeah what's the other guy's name andrew garfield andrew garfield i admittingly never saw a single one of those which is crazy because spider-man is like my favorite just goes to show how minuscule and inconsequential those ones were let's focus on the good this movie great yeah I really and like you say toby mcguire or (laughs) tom holland (laughs) tom holland was great overall very good movie. I'm still, maybe I'll need to see it a second time. I'm deciding, did I like this as much, a little less, maybe even a little more than the very first one? You know what's funny is I actually was thinking the exact same thing. I is think that they were equally they enjoyable. They were so equal for me. And we'll get more into like the minutia, I like that word, of uh, what worked, what didn't for us individually. But let's start with what we really liked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, right off the bat, a very straightforward story. Um, I did like how they addressed the events of um, Endgame and uh, Infinity War by calling it the the blip. So I I agree with you. I think that, I mean, that was like what the first thing that we see is them dealing with or kind of explaining the, the blip as they called it, as they called it and how some people are now five years behind in age, which answered the question that I had with, which is do people come back Five years older or five years younger? Like, how does they that work? did try to address what would easily be just some, you know, internet fan questions, and I, I thought that and they tried that. to be very conscientious of uh, continuity. You know, not to be all alliterative, but I, I, I thought that was tried to address it. Not that they came back to it a whole lot, but address it right off the bat, and then be like, okay, so here's what happens. Here's how what happened, you know, works in this movie, and now we're going forward. I have to admit, though, that there's still so many questions surrounding that, and I feel like they didn't touch near as much as they should have on how big of a deal that is for literally half the people to now be five years behind. Mm. I mean, like, the kind of stuff that would have done to the world and the economy and, like, everything, and they just kind of act like everything is back to normal, except some people are five years behind. Sure. You know, just kind of stood out to me as either sort of inconsistent or I just wish I would have spent a little bit more time on the weight of that whole situation. But at the same time, this is a comedy. Very funny movie too. It is. I don't remember the the comedic effort being as pronounced in the first one. Maybe I just need to go back and watch it. it, I mean, I think it was. I think it was pretty even, but... Yeah, then if that was the case, then it was still right on par. It had more comedy than most Marvels. I was laughing a lot during this movie, especially in the like the front half. It was like very front loaded, yeah. with its jokes and and it didn't seem forced, which is yeah. always nice because there are times where, especially in a comic book movie, they'll put a joke in there, and you're like, no, nah, I feel like a writer just kind of added that in to lighten the mood in this particular moment, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I ever thought that in this movie. Yeah, I think it was well balanced. What did you think of the story overall, from like the dramatic rise, the dramatic fall? A few revelations yeah. here and there. I really liked it. I do think that they, I mean, they handled the the whole Mysterio situation pretty much exactly how I expected them to. Yeah, because there's no way you're going to be able now in the modern sense of the MCU to be like, yeah, he's a mystic who uses magic. So they use tech instead to explain that. Right. And I well, thought... he no, he never he never did use real magic. He was a special effects guy. Really? He, yeah, he was a oh, stuntman and special effects guy. I knew the stuntman so part. he never actually used magic. So everything was just purely... It, yeah, exactly. Everything was always special effects. Even back then? Yep. I see. Wow. I, just, so, I thought he was like a mystic arts guy. No. Like a Doctor Strange, just like who chose a different no, path. No, no, not in this case. And so I liked that. I mean, I, I think that they... I remember talking to, um, to people about this ahead of time, and I was like, I don't know how they're going to do this. Are they... 
rewriting Mysterio as a good guy first, and then maybe he becomes bad. Oh yeah, and you knew or there was a swerve coming at some there, point. Is there like a big twist that everybody who knows anything about the comics would totally see coming, which is he's just trying to trick people so that he looks like the hero, which is exactly what he did in his very first appearance in Spider-Man. Yeah, he specifically framed Spider-Man uh, in a bank robbery. Yeah. yeah. And then he kind of told the world through um, the Daily Bugle mm-hmm. that using J. Jonah Jameson's using propaganda. Jo- yeah, exactly. Saying, "I will go. I will find Spider-Man and take him down and meet me on the Brooklyn Bridge or something like that." That's and right. Then, the call out. Yeah. And then so they fought. He actually beat Spider-Man. Everybody thought Spider-Man was dead. Spider-Man comes back and takes care of him. It, you know, just the basics of it. You can totally see in this how they movie. fused it with like the now of things. Yeah. Yeah. So let's focus real quick, rounding out the good. The story was good. We'll get into more specifics, of course. Um, the action scenes, right off the bat, it took a while to get that first action scene in, but when they're in Italy and mm-hmm. the canals in the water, I was just like, okay, this is cool. I remember like feeling like, yeah, I was, I was digging it. Uh, good action scenes. Uh, plentiful action, too, from that point on. I thought the action was, was crisp-looking, you know, of course, it's very CGI, but it never looked, you know, all phantom menacey. That's a, a technical term. Yeah. It still looked believable within the confines of what they're doing nowadays. I thought it looked great. Yeah. So action scenes, thumbs up. Story, thumbs up. Uh, the characters. I really like the development of the characters. And I love the fact that, you know, we're reminded that they're really getting away from the milk toast, like, oh, geez, shucks, kind of like Peter Parker and friends. And like, he has a more... I don't know how to say this. Diverse? Diverse. Uh, I was going to say a 2019 yeah. ensemble. And Mary Jane's not just like the redhead girl next door now. She's just like she was in the previous, uh, that girl, Z- Zendaya. If you only have one name and you're playing someone, you know you're an artist. Um, right. I think they're great. And his friend Ned and then Ned's now girlfriend, yeah, but I, not that, girlfriend. That was a nice little kind of story to weave in there. The, the whole kind of way that the whole group worked together right. with like you've got Flash Mm-hmm. as like the bully and then you've got the one tall guy who was five years ahead right who was also Competing going after mary jane and yeah. i just i the whole thing oh and then the two teachers were also really good like because uh, the they one were, guy they went to the well a little too much with I, like i'm I the awkward guidance counselor but I, he was still a pleasant addition and the other guy always just saying don't blame me for this right but i i thought it was a good balance i mean that's the thing is like i feel like this whole movie was really well balanced the entire time. I mean, there wasn't anything in particular where I thought that there was a real gap in something. There was, you know, the like pacing right. or story development or character development or action. I felt like it was really balanced all the way through. Yeah, and I'm going to just say that uh, this movie, while maybe you could make the complaint, not complaint, but just, you know, the the observation that it didn't, like you said, it didn't focus on the gravity of what had come before it in the previous movies, but it never looked too far forward as well because this being the the transitional movie from phase three to phase four, as we're saying. And of course, you know, the, the end credit scenes will play into that as well, but it never looked too far forward. I felt like it was still in the moment. Yeah. And which sometimes I feel like that can be an easy slippery slope, like just trying to hint, 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 Easter egg, Easter egg, future foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes at the expense of the present story, I thought it stayed in the present very well. But then also, you know, and didn't rely too much on like other heroes coming in. No, I mean by name, memory is like, oh, what about Captain Marvel or something like that? Yeah, but yeah, I, I thought, mean they mentioned a few. Yeah, but literally, Happy Happy is the only one that really comes in from other movies, right? Am yeah. I, am I unless I'm missing something? No, you're about right. Yeah, and then Nick Fury, kind of. Oh yeah, sorry, we, Nick. Duh, Nick Fury. Yeah, but he's overarching. You know, yeah. This, I mean, he's he's got like threads. water. He can go wherever yeah, he's he got wants. Threads throughout every story. Yeah, he's the one cohesive like character in pretty much any movie. You yeah. drop him in, and he feels justified for being there. I will say though that like, so we didn't see Iron Man. Obviously, Iron Man's dead. No, and they showed too much of him in number one. You remember, like it was like yeah, like, he he was too, almost too much of the father figure. Even though it he was, never did it, the, the fighting, story but... literally could have been Spider Man and Iron Man. Like that could have been the title of the previous Spider Man movie because he was of in Homecoming. It. Yeah, because he was in it so much. Yes. This one, he wasn't in it at all. But was he in it too holy much? Holy crap, did they keep on mentioning him? Uh, and I the mean, visuals, ev- too. He keeps talking about how he's dead, and that people keep looking at him to be the next Iron Man, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not ready. And then uh, the I'm glasses, 16. the multi-billion dollar glasses he leaves him. 
all the drone tech, the villain who used to work for Stark Industry, all villains, I should say, right? Because yeah. there's multiple. So I kind of felt like he was used a bit it, too his much. His presence was, yeah, it's like, you know what? Spider-Man's strong enough as a, a, a franchise. Yeah, you guys can play on that. And I get that there's tie-ins and it's all interconnected, but but I, I felt like he was just like, it's like, yeah, let him be his own guy. Yeah. It, I, I don't mind the mentions to Tony Stark, but it's just like, yeah, it was a little too much It just Stark, felt a little heavy Especially for him not being on screen at any point, but still. Um, it was kind of cool, though, when they put the glass on Jake Gyllenhaal and he was clearly looked like a Tony Stark. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I was like, oh, it almost looked like facial rendering or something like that. But no, they just you know did his facial hair the right way and whatnot. And that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, nice little little reference. So back to the, I mean, just touching on that, back to the story piece of it. I, I do like how the story completely made that 180 turn of who you thought was a villain and then who became the villain in this movie. Right, from the trailer, uh, the very first trailer, it's like, you know, okay, hey, that's Mysterio. He's bad. He's not going to be a good guy. But they're portraying him as like, oh, he's part of the solution here, and he's fighting some otherworldly foe. So they had to do a good job of getting to that point where they make the reveal. I thought it was a little cheesy when he's in the bar and he's like, and Tamarsha. Yeah. And Ooh. and you created this and you did this and way to think about the. It was a little like he was like almost like Jeff Bezos, like like giving a drunken speech. He just he <laughs> felt like like just a, a rich tech guy, like, you know, rallying the troops. And it was that yeah. came off a little out of character. Well, I think it was and a little cheesy. I felt like it was the writers expl- explaining everything just straight up to the to the audience. A little heavy handed. So when when I was watching the trailers, the big question that I had was well, besides the is Mysterio bad, but assuming that he was bad and that he was creating these elemental monsters, I was thinking, okay, how though? Like how can how can a special effects artist create that? And I think they answered that question really well, like with the the fact that he created the holographic technology which Tony Stark several movies ago called Barf. Yeah, you know what's weird is I just was, didn't see him in Civil War. Yeah, they, I know. they have that ability to just oh, go back they'll and just like, add him in, of yeah, course. It's but a little, I thought that was whatever. really good. Like I think I don't know if they had that plan the entire time to kind of shit on this tech by calling it Barf and and then that'll piss off some people that we can later use or something. I don't know if they had that thread yeah. or if they just kind of fit it in, but I thought it was a really good fit either way. But, I mean, he just straight up explains everything in this one, like, four-minute scene. Yeah. And it felt a little heavy-handed. Like, a little contrived. You weren't, showing, you weren't showing the audience you know, like letting them reveal it for themselves. You're just yeah. giving it to them. I agree. Which, which is fine. I didn't mind it at the time. I just kind of, in retrospect, I kind of remember thinking like, eh, it could have been done a it little bit better. It was just like unloaded all a of a sudden. Instead of like, here you go. Yeah. yeah. So it goes. And that was a little bit of a stumbling block for me, but I got over it quick. What else? So do you want to talk about the end credit scenes? I feel like there's a whole bunch. Okay, yes. In retrospect, I don't understand. So wait, was the... The the Kroll? What's his Scroll. name? Yeah. Was the guy he has a name. He's funny. Oh, it starts with a T. Yeah. Was uh, he acting Talon? Yeah. Talos? Talos, yeah. Was he acting on behalf of Nick Fury or was yes. he just like cosplaying as him the whole time? Because I, I thought there were some things that were out of character for, for Nick Fury. Like, come on, he's smarter than this. He wouldn't Yeah, which I like that. I like that they were kind of feeding these things in that he kept on being duped and you kinda of feel like, oh, he wouldn't be duped. Yeah, he's this nobody's is Nick Fury. Fool. Yeah. And then you realize it's Talos the whole time. But if it's something so important, like why did Nick Fury just leave it to some... Because just because that, you shapeshift doesn't mean you take on that character's intellect. But I think intellect. the idea is that he's he's needed up at that space station for something bigger. He was vacationing. No, he wasn't vacationing. Oh, he was just in front of like a screen. He was in front of a screen. I mean, maybe that's his like, I'm going to go take a break and that's, you know. Yeah, but, so that does set up. He's probably, he. I hope... He's out there, and they somehow intercept or find a, a space com for Adam Warlock. Oh, because maybe. he's still out we there still in space. Don't, yeah. We, yeah. Well, I mean, so everybody's, everybody, a lot of people online, and including myself, are thinking that this is the big, like phase four will be the beginning of maybe a secret invasion storyline. Okay. Which is where the scrolls basically have been implanting themselves 
as people mm-hmm. and and I can't remember exactly God it's been so long I can't remember the exact storyline and but but people are thinking that that's what this is but they've already turned it around and made this the scrolls the good guys but I think they also kind of touched on the fact that some may be you know there's different like groups right there's good groups and bad groups so there maybe are. maybe he's up there because there's some sort of other scroll invasion that might be happening or something else I'm not quite sure yeah but i feel like that that's just a lead into phase four like he's doing something bigger that makes sense what do you think about the mid-credit scene where awesome he's yeah he's he's flying mj around which i kind of like the fact that she's like never again yeah <laughs> and, and i kind of like that because it you she's think very that anti- it would be you think that it would be this kind of like cool fun romantic thing and she's like no i don't ever want to do that again it's horrible yeah i, I, I really was like, I like that that's I, clever i've enjoyed this portrayal of her most recently i thought it's been pretty cool and then, yeah, the uh, the big Times Square screen comes on, and it really, of course, it opens up a lot of possibilities, and it like all of a sudden the drama just picks up very quickly, and it's like one of those moments where you feel like nudging the person next to you, like, oh, yeah. Does it also imply that Mysterio is not really dead? I never really expected him to be dead because he no. says something right before right. He, he dies. He hints at the fact that like, like, and I can't remember what he said. No, but there was but something he, that he I said took something note. that was like. Uh, something about you can trick anybody about anything or something like that. Um, and then, and then he just dies and I'm like, dude, there's no way he's dead. Cause he's, you know, they're going to come back in some future Spider-Man movie with the sinister six. And two and he's going to be of the one six of them. they've already established Mysterio and uh, vulture and vulture is in prison. Yes. But you also have the shocker and the tinkerer, the tinkerer, the tinker. Is that really? Yeah. Yeah. It's the dude who makes all who in the, in the first, homecoming movie was making oh, the totally gadgets right. yes so the i don't know tinkerer. don't get me wrong it like i don't think the tinkerer is has ever been a part of the sinister six uh electro but, and rhino i think round out but if they wanted to put a six together he could easily be one of them if they wanted yeah um no doc ock though yeah another another great job in this movie because i remember when you know two more than two years ago when they first announced that they're doing the Spider-Man movie and Vulture. It's like, what? Vulture is an old, stupid looking guy in a costume. Oh and they God. made him and look then, cool and modern. Yeah. And they had had a good reason as to why he was, uh, you know, had the position he had based on events of the previous movie. They did the same thing based on the events of the previous movie. This guy who's kind of goofy looking when you think about it, you know, with his fish bowl and on his head. But then they said, no, that's all just, he's just using that for an illusion. And they made him look cool and his, projected magic mm-hmm. looked cool and like they can just take someone who looks inherently goofy like when they did rhino in one of those spider-man movies with andrew garfield and he looked stupid as hell and they tried to modernize him and it just didn't work but they've done these guys two for doing two. it well yeah they're old properties that make them look cool and feel threatening but you know not insurmountable so yeah the the team up that is going to happen and now public sentiment is against spider-man um, and it's mm-hmm. almost like this weird, I don't know, you could easily say, no, you're reading too much into it, but it almost felt like they're saying, hey, fake news is real too. And even it's like <laughs> permeated into like cinematic culture. Well, they, they had J.K. Simmons coming back as J. J. Jonah. Jonah Jameson mm-hmm. and they made him like, this is what they did in the, the video game too. They made him a sort of InfoWars radio host, yes. right? Which is kind of the epitome of fake news. So much possible setup in just that two minute scene yep really cool perfect and use of a, a post or a mid credit whatever you want to call it because some let's face it sometimes like when you go see one and it's just like wait i waited for that this one was like right cool. you're like okay they're eating shawarma <laughs> like yeah. what is happening yeah no and, and i actually i like how so in the original in the original comic book with mysterio this is sort of what he does, is he turns him into the bad guy to the world. And public opinion matters a lot. It sure does. And so this is the, mo- once again, they're modernizing it. This is the modern version of that. Cool. And also... That's well, that was really well done. Harking uh, back to the comics, where there is a time, I think it was a Civil War storyline, where Spider-Man takes off his mask. I think he's like next to Tony Stark, who everybody knew was Iron Man, and he takes off his mask. And what ends up happening is that I can't remember who, but people go after his family and friends. And so I am I think that they're hinting at that for what's to come. Uh, yeah, that, that made me like, like it took my breath away a little bit. Like I felt like tension just for yeah. the character we love so much on screen. 
Um, Spider-Man's so cool right now. I just mm-hmm. love the treatment he's been getting through all the platforms and all the multitudes uh, over the last how many ever years. Spider-Man is so cool right now. So let's talk about Easter eggs or callbacks or or whatever. So I just mentioned a couple of the callbacks to the comics. But there are some things that stuck out to me, and I, I wrote them down. Number one is that Mysterio is not really from another dimension. He pretends he is. But is there the possibility well, I don't... The multiverse. People I mean, want that. I think they're touching on the multiverse, but I think... I mean, he specifically says, in this crazy time, I could say whatever I want. Say I'm from a different universe and people believe me. And so I think that there He's is... He's preying on like public fear and vulnerability yeah. post Thanos. And we thought maybe at you know when you see the, the uh, trailers for this, that maybe they were getting into the multiverse. Yeah. It turns out they're not. No. But he says... Oh, I'm from Earth, and I actually had to look it up. He says, I'm from Earth 833. Right. And you're from Earth 616, which is true. He is from Earth 616. Like, the the Earth that we know is 616. But how would he know that? Hmm. Does that make sense? It like, does. If he is not aware of the multiverse, how would he know that? So I, I don't know if they were hinting that he did somehow know that, or if they just wrote it in there. For shits and giggles. I have no idea. I wonder if they'll pay that off in some time down the line. Yeah. Uh, it was cool, like we've already mentioned now, to see J.K. Simmons back Yeah. from like, what, the early 2000s role? Yeah. And he he also played J. Jonah Jameson in uh, the Spider-Man game. Very cool. He's he, just perfect for it. Yeah. And so we also saw the, the Elementals. Yes. But a fake version of them. Yep. Which was but kind of weird. cool concept. And man, that fire one, he looked freaking cool. Yeah, he did. I'm going to say he. I don't know. I just, so, if fire oh, had a gender. Here's something I, I thought about. Yeah. How did they actually, okay, if they were using um, projections. the projections from the, the drones, wouldn't Spider-Man have n- noticed that there's no heat coming from like the fire monster when you're, he's fighting You're getting him? deep into detail there, but that's what we do here. Because a so, fire yes. monster like that would be very hot. Yes. Also, the water one. How did the water one actually splash water around? Because, like, the drone, you saw a member in the very beginning before you even see an elemental. You see uh, somebody under, like, a bridge notices, like, three looks like, like, very fast moving submarines or dolphins. So the, they were generating, I think they were all, like, weather drones and they were generating the effect. Hmm. It's okay. like, you know, when, like, you go on one of those 3D coasters and it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, oh, like, something, like, blows water at you and, like, a little mist pops up from under your seat. Yeah, I get Something that. Something to like actually there make you like, feel what you're seeing. But per drone, you couldn't fit more than like a gallon of water. No. And no, they had I, I did think about hundreds that of gallons fact, just kind of. And I just kind of had to let it go. But yeah, I, I thought about yeah, that. Yeah, it's you just let it go as you're watching it. But they could shoot bullets, so we knew that was for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also saw multiple suits. Yeah. So we first thought it was oh the noir Spider Man. Not really. It I mean it is. It's it's, it's as close as they'll ever suit. get without saying noir yes, Spider Man. Exactly. Is the night think, monkey. That was <laughs> that was funny. funny. I legitimately laughed. And but then, we saw the original suit. We I, saw the stealth suit. We saw the iron spider suit from previous movies. Too. I gotta say, even though the, he's been in like four different suits, uh just in the past like two movies, I still like the just the original one, like that he made in his aunt. I know, form. I do. Um and then but, there's also the new suit. Oh, the yeah, the the enhanced suit, which is not much different. No, it's not. It's just red and black versus red and blue. But it looks good. It does. They all, they all, he rocks them all like equally. And then they uh, during the um, during the time where Mysterio has him like under his like I don't want to say spell because it's not magic, but you know what I mean, like where he's right. got um, him seeing all this crazy stuff. Yeah, he's controlling. He puts him in that like old suit yeah. with the like sleeves cut off and i can't remember what suit that's called but that's yeah. another suit all of these by the way are in the game that's true actually i'm not sure about the black one the oh, black and red but and then not really specific to a suit but when he makes that altered super spider-man suit at the end yeah uh gives himself the web wings hell yeah he had the web wings in the in the last movie did he yeah i genuinely don't do remember you remember that. when he's like going to the top of whatever that is in washington dc and he like does this backflip over a um, oh, yeah. over a helicopter, yeah. he's got the wings. Yeah, anyway. I can't picture it, but they made sure you really noticed in this one. Yeah, I even though it was always kind of like cheesy in the comics, I thought it was like a cheesy look, made it look cool. Like he's it does. It's kind of nice to bring he's it. He's gliding. He's like yeah. gliding, flying. It's kind of like honestly, like what a flying squirrel does. Pretty much, pretty badass. Yeah, 
Oh, I had a really cool encounter. Can't wait till with they a have squirrel. squirrel girl. Oh boy, watch out. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to tell you about this encounter I had with a squirrel. I'll tell you it off air, but because people might not like it here. <laughs> okay. It's really awesome. Were you beating up a squirrel? Yeah, okay, so we'll anyways, talk about it. It wasn't nice. Let's just say that. So the 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 only other thing I could think about for like a little Easter egg, you notice that the guy who worked for Shield, uh, who drove that bus for them, yeah, was a, like a Russian guy named Dmitri. Yeah, it was had a scowl, dark hair, yeah, and he kind of looks jacket. evil. He, yeah, he looked. Menacing. And I'm wondering if like they're hinting at the chameleon. Yes. His name is Dmitri. I can't remember his last name. It's a Russian last name, believe it or not. Smirnov. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stranger Things. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to that. And. uh but no, he played. He's the chameleon. I don't know if that's the same Dimitri, but I mean, it feels if like they're going else, with something. It's intentionally gave him that name for whatever they plan to do with it, and and also they got like this crazy evil looking dude, yeah, who would be a really good villain in any other very movie. glib kind of guy who just like doesn't talk much, yeah, and, like yeah, very. Stern he also happens looking. to be uh, Craven the Hunter's brother. Just little trivia. What will it take to get him on screen? That's going to be cool. Can't oh, wait till they do that. God, that, I, that'll be so good. I just hope they do it before Tom Selleck dies, because he clearly needs to be him, <laughs> or like his hologram body double. Is there anything that you um, wanted to see at this Spider-Man movie that you didn't? No, I mean Everything it, it kind was of... pretty complete. It really I agree. was. Uh, I was very. I I was surprised we didn't see like a Spider-Man UK suit. Oh, uh, like a, he's wearing like a Union Jack or something like that? Well, like, yeah, exactly. That the Spider-Man cool. UK one has that. And I thought they would throw that in there like, oh, here's your new suit while you're here. Just as a little, once again, Easter egg. But they didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, he was literally overseas and they didn't do that. That would have been cool. Uh, my takeaways. Very solid story. Yep. Good villain. Great supporting characters from Aunt May to Happy to his high school friends. Um. A minus is what I'm going to say. There's just a few little flubs here and there. Nothing to make this anything less than a, a top tier movie, though. Yeah, me, it's an A. The little tiny things that I complained about are me just almost trying to find something to complain about. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're that, saying. You know, like where I kind of go, it's not a perfect movie, so why isn't it a perfect movie? Yeah. And that's where I start to think about that stuff. But otherwise, I was entertained the entire time. Large, large, large. And in charge. <laughs> So let's briefly go over, now that we're done with Spider-Man. Okay, so topic of the week is over, but we're still staying with movies, so yeah. let's play the little movie th- oh. thing, and then we're going to talk to you very quickly about Toy Story 4 and John Wick 3. Okay, movie music, go. Movie music, end. Great. Nice, good. So, yeah. Dude, your, your audio prompts have been on cue lately. I know, I know. Yeah. So you saw Toy Story. I did. Four. Yeah. I almost touched, I almost like your, touched hands. your hand. Yeah, that's all right. It's just resting <laughs> on top of my groin, so it's cool. Come on over. Tell 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 me in the audience about Toy okay, Story Four. There is nothing wrong with this movie. Like it is a very well done movie, but it's just like why? That's the only. Is thing. It, it just feels like the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Oh boy, one of our friends gets separated. And we have to go on a cross country journey against all odds because we're toys. Remember the fact that we'll still do the thing like a yeah. hundred times like when they oh someone's coming <clears throat> plop yeah and basically it was like an hour and 40 minutes just to get to like the last scene where you find out that oh this is the direction this character's headed in now okay and like again there's nothing wrong with it but it was just you know like after aladdin little mermaid and several other like you know disney classics came out then they did the spin-off series that was like exclusively on disney channel or abc you know, and then they have like individual episodes. It was never okay. voiced by the same people. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, just like the... Right, like the straight to DVD kind of... Yeah, the tie-ins. Yeah. It just felt like one of those. Yeah. Like this did not... Except it's getting in the like 90s no, it's, it's, reviews. It's very well made. Like I can't like knock it for anything, but it was just like, okay, but why? Which is, what was the point? Like they left off of such a positive note. And I know this is a, a pretty common sentiment on number three and everything was wrapped up and they've outgrown Andy and they're going to go this girl and, you know sweet sorrow that would have been the better place to leave it now it's just like so wait why did we just bring it out of the attic just to do what they brought it out of the attic so that they can do a few more and this this thing is running on like 20 some odd years now as a franchise i think honestly dude it keeps on making money oh it's killing on for some crazy reason they keep on telling virtually the same story and they're It, it was always in like the 90 to 100 range yeah, on and I don't have a darn bad thing site. to say about it, but I'm just like, I just, 
It was just why. And even like, you know, my kiddo who's 12, she's just like, it was fine. But like we legitimately just like uninspired, very uninspired, a little boring, incredibly predictable, but you can never say they're poorly done. I'm more excited for more future original Pixar titles. Like that one we saw the preview for the, uh, with the, the, or everything's mystical and mythical, but like in a modern day setting with the unicorns eating out of the trash, it's called like, Oh yeah. Forevermore or something like that. Yeah. I, I can't don't remember, remember what that but is. But I'm interested in more original titles like that. Yeah. Like I don't need a fourth of anything. I kind of feel like they keep on, I mean, they've got a really good uh, recipe Yeah. and they keep on going to the recipe and they basically just change the, the, the faces and the, and the voice actors. But really it's like the stories are, are just so similar. Yeah. Um, don't go out of your way to see it if you haven't seen it by now, unless you're like an absolute addict and fanatic and you need to, then you already probably have, but it was just like, yeah, it's okay. Right. It's fine. Well, so I'll tell you a little bit about John Wick. Yeah, I do need to because see Because I feel like John Wick is not that. Good. You know, when you're at your third of a certain, because I don't want to say trilogy. I mean, this is the third in what is so far a trilogy, but there's more to come. You can just tell. I don't feel like they're losing steam at all. I feel like John Wick 3 was probably just, for me, was just as good as John Wick 2. Nothing's as good as John Wick 1. No, hard to top. It's really hard to top that. But number two was still really good, a great follow-up. Number three, really good and a great follow-up. There's still... I think they're slightly going down every movie, just out of those last couple. That's the progression of things. Which... But it's still like the time I'm watching it, I'm like, dude, this is a fucking cool movie. Yeah. And why is it called Parabellum or Parabellum? Is there any Oh, they do explain subtext that. to that? It means something in like Latin or something. In a way that they explained it in this movie? Yeah. Oh, and okay, I just cool. can't remember what it is. Oh, that's fine. Um, but this movie is exactly what you'd expect, mm-hmm. but it leaves it with this kind of cliffhanger in a sense where you're like oh can't wait to see the next one which just kind of bugs me because it's like watching a netflix show yeah and and but i have to wait like two years to see the next one so i mean it's it was a really really good action completely completely unbelievable by unbelievable i mean like literally the fact that he can be fired at by thousands of people and never have a bullet hit him is just literally unbelievable. But, you know, the fact that everybody went to stormtrooper school, I guess you just Or kinda, James Bond villain. Or James Bond villain school. Equally uh, like, incompetent. Where that nobody can hit anything and they're supposed to be the best of the best as yeah. far as like... They're mercs. Yeah, they're mer- They're all mercs and none of them can do a damn thing. Mm. There's even scenes, and I, this is not really a spoiler, but there's... Scenes where people are totally padded up in like nearly all bulletproof stuff and they still can't take him him on. <laughs> and it's just, he's got pistols. They've got automatics and full bulletproof gear. And he's the Baba Yaga. And it's just ridiculous. But that being said, it's the perfect kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's the ridiculous you expect to get out of a Vengeance movie. And it's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I do need to see it. Obviously theaters is the best way to go so fortunately it's still sticking around uh thank you you have helped ah me you're welcome that is all we have for movies um with the time we have left we're going to transition really quickly into like a little like we said off the top a year in review so far we don't really have a uh jingle for this but we can use the freestyle one okay fair enough okay go ahead okay this is my freestyle this is me style i mean my style i got lyrics that that never stop because i mean that sort of this the freestyle sort of applies because what we're going to do here is we're just going to say you know what let's talk about what we really liked and what we really didn't like so far of 2019 so it could just be a recap of our last six months worth of recordings basically sure Uh, okay favorite say give me three just they come to mind movies so far go i mean endgame well yeah that's that's a Um, no-brainer endgame I'd have to say, actually, you know what? Endgame, Spider-Man, and John Wick. No, God, Shazam. Shazam. For me, too. So oh, I'm gonna, man. I, I Can think, I get four? Oh, yeah. Just, I don't even know. No, go, go, go. There's no limit. Okay. I mean, Master P said there's no limit. Okay. If you're a soldier. Well, then. 
from your wise favor. words. With with the, what you're about to say, make them say uh. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> you don't know make them say uh. No, I don't know what you mean when you were telling me to make them say uh. I'm trying to reference How do I do P. that? Just leave Guys, them in such awe of what you're going to say. Say uh, please. No, just like it's like you're going to give them the list and you're going to do it with such passion and force. They're going to be like, ah. Uh. End game. Na, 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 na. Yeah. So, okay. End game, Shazam, Spider Man, John Wick. Okay. Uh, some other movies that we saw for your consideration that I know we saw. Uh, don't forget about Alita. Oh, Alita was good too. It was, except for that idiot. What idiot? Yeah, remember that Hugo guy who kept dying? Oh my God. Uh, he, he was, was so, so dumb. He was like, I can't act. <laughs> he was bad. He was so bad. But the movie itself was pretty bad. It was pretty good. I liked it. As a, as a guy who read the comics, I was pleasantly surprised and I really thought I was going to be disappointed. And I, I agree with all those. And, you know, there's a lot of just like other movies. Um, but if I had to say one that I've just really enjoyed the most, probably because the unexpectedness, if that's a word of it. I'm gonna say Shazam. Yeah. So far, it's me like too. top of the list for me. That's interesting. It's so interesting but how Endgame's you can have like right there. You know. See, I think Endgame had a lot of flaws. Yeah. I think it had a lot of pacing issues, and it was inherently going to. Yeah, I mean, it was incredibly it was the slow. Of you know, eleven years and twenty-two yeah. movies, and how many of her characters they had to balance, even if they weren't able to even give them any lines, they just had to show them coming back from the. But I'm okay with that because like that last scene uh, was emotional the yes it was the most epic scene i've almost ever seen probably in all of cinema yeah and the fact that the first two hours of the movie nothing happened almost yeah i was okay by that like i was totally okay with it because at the end i was like oh my awesome god payoff. what a good awesome ending. payoff yeah um what, so, what wasn't good <sighs> captain marvel really wasn't that great no, it wasn't good no um brightburn really? brightburn was not very good you know what i can say is not good based on the fact that i've never seen it and i have no plans to uh, you know that new Ari Aster movie, the guy who did Hereditary? Don't give a shit about Midsummer. Oh, Midsummer. Yeah, dude. Don't care. I know. Okay, some people really and it can love be an excellent movie. His but movies just based on one movie. I'm like, Hereditary. I don't want to support anything this guy does. Horrendous. Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah. And Horrendous. I, whoever liked that movie, I do not understand your taste. I just do not. Well, we know one guy in common that like loved it, and I'm just like, I thought you do were we? cool. Who? Josh. Oh man, I thought he was cool. Yeah, I thought he was cool. <laughs> Screw okay, you, Josh. let's go into uh, video games. Oh, I love video games. Okay, yeah. you know what I'm gonna say? My favorite game this. Your year. favorite game is Apex. No, no, that's a oh str- Resident Evil. Yeah, strong Sorry. number two though. Are we high fiving? Yeah. Okay, well we're doing that. It's, those are pretty much the only games of this year that I've really played. You liked Metro? I did like Metro. Um, Metro actually, Exodus. I, I would like that back. I want to run it back. Oh, have at it, dude. I'm yeah. done. Um, we share. Uh, we both played Far Cry, but th- I don't think that was like very great, and I don't think it was very it was bad. Like just it was like just right in the middle, middle of the road. But we were discussing this a little bit before we started recording. This is not a bad year; it's just kind of a quiet year for games. It's been a bit of a. Du- I mean, when you compare it to, to last year, yeah, and you've had, I mean, like God of War come out, and I think February, yeah, God of War and Red Dead, like we're the yeah, two, exactly. Like, it's like how do you games. how do you compare to that? Yeah. And in this case, we just really haven't had much. I think I think you're right. Resident Evil Two. I think we is still probably had one of the best quantities games. been there. Oh, Resident! I love Resident Evil Two. Um, Apex is was a surprise. Wait, did free. that come out in 2019? Yeah, technically, it did, yes, right? it did. Yeah. I mean, that was Publicly. incredible to come out free and be this good of a yeah, game. Yeah. Now season two's out, which is you know keeping people still interested. Yeah. We and also just enough little cosmetic tweaks. We've had still a lot of games this year, but not a lot of great games to write home about this year. Like, like mediocre games, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't get into uh, Division 2. Seemed like it was perfectly fine, but it's almost like you had to just really be a fan of the it first was like one an, yeah, to exactly. want to go get People put it in the sevens-ish. Yeah. Anthem, right, came out, and that uh, people were kind of disappointed with that. pretty flat. Uh, Crackdown 3 came out, and holy and you, crap. As you could testify. It was bad. Yeah. Um, it just days gone and that was disappointing. Again, I need a game to like, if I'm going to go, especially day one, go buy out and buy it. Um, I need to just feel more oomph to it. Yeah. Like more excitement, like rage came out and I liked the first rage. Oh, I love the first rage. And two just looked like, yeah, play it if you want to. It's not bad. I mean, I do want to play it. I just, at this point though, I will play it when it comes for free on xbox game pass or something but like or or if it's discounted greatly but i'm not going to go out and spend 60 bucks on that game yeah. and everything i've heard about that game is it's not worth that besides borderlands 3 which we've already talked about mm-hmm. which is coming out later this year 
one other game that you're looking forward to from now until end of year? I really want to check out Doom Eternal. I think it could be fun. I think we talked about this last time too. Hopefully it's just a little better than yeah, the first one. I'd say Death Stranding is probably just the one I'm curious, yeah. most curious about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, games, kind of a meh year for games. And then, of course, TV uh, brought us the return of two great series. Game of Thrones. And Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we collectively have not yet finished Stranger Things Season 3. In I'm case you're there. like, hey, where's this discussion? We're going to get into that next time, as you've just got a few more episodes. It just to... came out, though. We would want to give oh, people yeah. a little bit more time to watch I, it. I think that works out beneficially. Yeah. But it was pretty awesome. I it's, mean, you wa- you watched it in a day. I pretty much watched it in a day and a half, I am yes. six episodes in. I think there's only eight, right? There are only eight, so it kind of works Bit out. Short. Uh, yeah, which is really no downgrade. I think the previous two seasons just had nine episodes. That's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, Game of Thrones. I think we, we've talked about that in length, so we yeah, don't need to get into but it. But you know what's up. It, it was... It, it's a story, whether you are on the good side or bad side, but the public sentiment being what it is. But it's definitely a story from 2019. Um, something I looked forward to a lot, and well, it's come and gone. Although there's all this prequel talk. Have you read there's prequel talk? No. Give it time. That's all I, I ask is give it whatever, time. Whatever. We'll try it. Yeah. Stranger Things is good so far. Mm-hmm. Love, Death, and Robots. Remember that? Where did that come Dude, from? Dude, we talked about that on a previous episode. That that was really good. That was pretty dang cool. I Co- was. Anything else? Let's see. I'm trying to think. Doctor Who came out, the latest one. With the, the female doctor. the female doctor. doctor. That was pretty How good. How you liking that? It was pretty good. The season's over? Yeah. So you did you watch it in totality? Yes. Cool. I have to like think about it because yes, I did. But see, it wasn't like super memorable. Super memorable, right? Just by evidence, right there. You never watched the the Good Place, did you? That was it. Started in twenty. Is that with the autistic doctor? No. What? Oh, that's the Good Doctor. Like literally. Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? There's a show with an autistic doctor. No, this is about people who are in um, purgatory. Sort of. Kind of. Yeah, I won't get into detail, but yeah, sort of. That's really a really good show. It started, the the latest season started in 2018, but it spilled over into 2019, so I can still talk about it. I can see that on Hulu. Is that the platform for us? Uh, I think so. Is that where you watch it? Yeah, I think so. This is not new to 2019, but I started watching it in 2019, and then there's a new season that I'll get to as of this year, uh, Lucifer. Fun show, if you haven't checked it out. I have not. It's totally like cheesy. I started getting into Deadwood, same thing, just randomly be like yeah i heard a lot about this and just start watching it yeah so like 2005 in the house retroactively yeah, well, well, i think that's good right i can't wait to see what the rest of the year brings us dude the rest of the year like th- this is one of those years that so many good things are backloaded yes like we are gonna from here on out we're gonna specifically with games we're gonna get a lot of good stuff hopefully I am really curious to see what kind of movies. Okay, two Stephen King movies are popping up this year. I can't believe you still haven't seen it. The first I know, one. and it too is coming out already. And then that new Doctor Sleep movie. It's like the mm. pseudo sequel to um, The Shining. Huh? Have you not seen this with Ewan McGregor? Nope. He's Danny, but as an adult, you know, no, I haven't boy seen with that the, at all. The Shining, Red what? Room. Okay, so as soon as we finish, is it her, an actual? Uh, there's a, yeah, it comes out in November. No, but I mean, was it an actual book that he wrote? Or did it, they just adapt? It, here's the thing. It says from, you know, award-winning... St- well, sure. The original Shining was. Stephen King. So I don't know if Stephen King actually wrote this book or if they're just inspired by the events of what he wrote. So I actually don't know. I'm, I'm assuming he wrote a book, but it's called Dr. Sleep and Ewan McGregor is is Danny right. McKillerson, whatever That's their last names are. Yeah. Hmm. Danny Dolboy. That would actually kind of be a good born name. It's a good comic book name, too. Either way. I Alrighty. look at the time. Hey, we're just in time to uh, finish. Yeah. Yeah. That's so what she said. Every time we finish. <laughs> Go on. I'm just going to keep going. We, uh, uh, we, we do pass it, we, out. We, <laughs> we do two different things. We do. Uh, one of us on reads an, uh, Shadow, Shadow of the, the Synopsis. synopsis. You got and then the other person does it times awesome before now. Quote, geek three. Yeah. So just in you. case you weren't paying attention at home, Shadow of the Synopsis, I got you, Brandon, this time in our listening audience. Hope you figure it out. It's not incredibly hard. It's not incredibly easy. It'll be fun. So he's going to read me a synopsis, and I'm going to try to guess And then you it fire is. back with the awesome quote and geek history. Ready? Go. Let's go. All right, Brandon. Deputy U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens is something of a old gunslinger, 19th century style western lawman living in modern times and he has unconventional enforcement means it makes him somewhat of a target with criminals and a problem child to his u.s marshal's service superior in response to his controversial quick draw shooting of a mob hitman tommy bucks in miami givens is punished and reassigned to lexington kentucky 
The Lexington Marshal's office's jurisdiction includes Harlan County, where Raylan was raised, and he thought he had escaped his troubled past in his youth for good. That's all I'm going to give you. You got an inkling? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a slight hint. All right. Available to stream on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Think of your boy Timothy Oliphant. In... It's not Deadwood. No, but it, oh. it's with him. Oh. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I do know. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, though. Justified. Justified. It was a pretty... I honestly never saw a I single lost... episode of that. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I lost track of it in the later seasons. I think it went on for like six or seven seasons. But in its origin and inception, pretty good show. Might be worth if you ever just catch it on, I don't know, yeah. Amazon or Hulu. Pretty decent little show. All right. Well, I failed that one. Well, you but are... I will succeed at this next thing, which is the awesome quote in geek history. I'm going to leave you guys with a little Spider-Man quote this time because Why we just not? talked about Spider-Man. But this Makes is sense. not going to be a quote from Spider-Man Far From Home because it's still in theaters and it's really hard to find that stuff on YouTube. Yep. So this is going to be from what I think is probably the best, my favorite Spider-Man movie to ever come out, which is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. When do I know I'm Spider-Man? You won't. That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Couldn't have said it better myself, and I agree with you. It is probably my favorite of all the Spider-Man movies. I just love how they're almost upping the ante with every single entry. I know. Like every one is just striving to be as good as the last, both critically and... Let them keep doing it, man. They're doing so many amazing things with these... Great characters. things happen when you say, hey, you can take our properties and make them better for I us. I mean, and they're getting a lot of great power. Mm. And it's like it's it's like they're really, you know, uh, they've got great accountability. With great ability comes great accountability. Great, uh, hmm. You know, I just can't figure out the words to say, but they're doing great. They're really great. <laughs> and, uh, you know, with great power comes great tweets. So tweet at us. Read our tweets at randomfandomwbb. And shoot us an email if you want us to talk about anything in particular or if you want to respond to something that we said at our uh, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. Yeah, shoot us an email. We would love to hear from you. And until you hear from us again, do yourselves a big favor. Stay geeky. Nope. I, no, that's your line. Do, yeah. do yourselves yeah. by watching porn. <laughs> and thanks for being a fan of our fandom. There you go. So I just took yours. We're good. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>